Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. If you're going to deal with etiquette, Martha Stewart is still a tremendous resource. Mm-hmm. True. She, we've seen her evolution. I mean, yep. she got a little bit harder while in prison. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pops up, boom. Her best friend is Snoop. Mm-hmm. So Martha said, listen, especially after the all things pandemic and people are a little more of, who cares what society says? I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Yep. And if that means putting cubes into your white... You want some ice cubes in your white wine? Go for it. Quote, I will put ice in my wine. I extend the glass quite a bit by the addition of ice cubes. Nobody minds it anymore, even fine winemakers. I met a man who makes some of the world's best Sauve Blanc, and he encouraged me to add ice, saying it does not affect the sweetness and the taste. That's a load of crap, but okay. <laughs> Martha's words. I know. I mean, who am I to argue with Martha Stewart or a professional winemaker? So now I don't know if it's just because this coincides with uh, she has just made her own California Chardonnay with 19 Crimes. Uh, oh, Call fine. Martha Shard. That's hilarious that she's on 19 Crimes with Snoop. Yeah, He's got yeah. his. It, she's, uh, she taste tested it on her friends. They loved it. They did cubes, no cubes, same thing. And, and there was no difference. But who's going to go Martha? Not a good idea. I would. So starting price in America, $11.99. When it hits Canada, $14. That's she, not bad, yeah. She, yeah, she said she, good wine should be affordable. I have not been a big fan of oaky, overly butter, buttery Chardonnays that exist. I thought a Chardonnay made in North America needed a bit of a redesign to, uh, to simplify it and make it very palatable white wine that would sell like crazy. It's good. Yeah, let's see. I want to see the label. What's going to... Because it talks. Of, Those are the yeah. ones that talk. They're yes. so fun. Yeah. So are we going to get some Martha stories of when I was in the clink? Yeah. <laughs> well, they have to. That's what the whole thing is supposed to be about. I, uh, I'm i not a huge white wine drinker. I'm a bit of a wine snob, sort of, because I took... I took some classes. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, community but, college classes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, to me, it's the same with whiskeys. I don't often put ice cubes in my whiskey. I'll do those soapstone rocks or something like that if yeah. I want to chill it. But it does. there's no question that it waters it down. It, it physically, literally waters it down. Well, Martha's convinced and the unnamed winemaker's convinced. So. Yeah, I guess. I Now, I have heard of the option of putting frozen grapes in your wine. Oh, it's a way to like the, the the grape flavor doesn't even really seep in that much, but it is a little frozen ball that you can put in that doesn't water down your wine. Boom! And Breaking cool this too. just in. Hey, backstage like bed. <laughs> Over to you, Martha. Yeah. <laughs> Showing you don't need a criminal record to <laughs> <laughs> tell people how to drink themselves some white wine. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Summers in the community pool. Anything better? So good. I struggle to argue. And that's when summer, well, only eight weeks, felt like 16 months. Yeah, it did. It was so glorious. the whole year. So in a little flashback with nostalgia, for anyone who grew up with the Red Cross swim program and lifeguard program, it started in 1946. We'll be winding down by December of this year. They're making Red Cross are making a shift to more humanitarian efforts, and then that's fine. They are transitioning to Life Saving Society Canada, a charity that does water safety and basically filling a role that the Red Cross is leaving. Ooh, little touch on numbers: swim training, life saving water skills to more than forty million Canadians. 
Wow. So this program worked and worked oh yeah. so well. The cost was little to nothing. It was a pretty bulletproof program. It cut down over 50% uh, d- difference in regards to drowning deaths in and around, uh, you know, fast-flowing water, even backyard pools, etc. So they made a massive change. But can we reflect on the badges for a minute? Oh, the badge. Do you remember if you got that your very first one when you did a little little doggy paddle in the in the shallow end? There was your yellow, and I think it was color coded based on there was a lot of urine in that end of the pool. Yeah, I think that they were just like a white, but then they got dropped in the pool and they came out yellow. <laughs> so it was you went yellow, then you went to orange, yeah. red, maroon. I stopped between maroon and blue. I oh, was old. You? I was old enough to swim. Like my parents just because both my parents, little known fact, do not know how to swim. Really, really, no wow. exaggeration. Part of why they'll never go on a cruise. Well, evidently, I yeah. said if you're swimming on a cruise in the in the big ocean, you got some problems. Yeah, <laughs> there's usually a boat in a in a in a vest for that one. Yeah, exactly. But it goes to gray and then white. Man, my. My best friend growing up, Emily Matlock, she had all the colors. She really, was, eh? oh, just a kid, hardcore swimmer. Yeah, yeah she fun. had it all figured out. Some kids would do multiple colors in one summer. It's like, who are you? Yeah, I. So I didn't have this. I was a. Uh, I was a pool shark. I was a YMCA pool shark. Oh, okay. So we're talking like program. Coke versus Pepsi, basically. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ours is still around. I'm just saying. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but are your badges available on eBay no. for twenty five dollars a badge? Is that what they are now? Yeah, oh pe- my, yeah. people now and understanding understanding the program's coming to an end. There were kids that would put them on backpacks. There was one family they'd stitch them on beach towels. That's brilliant. Yeah, because also that it identifies. Sure. Hey, that's my towel, man. Because I, I know you are, yeah. <laughs> and I most certainly am. Tell you what, swim it out to me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're great. Really, ball it up in the middle of the pool. Go get it in that. 12 foot deep end, see how you do. No, the badges are great. The Swim Sharks, I love the program. Uh, backstage Ollie working on it too with the Y and St. Thomas, but they give them stickers. What good is a sticker when you're wet? <laughs> Oversight. Yeah. Uh, must have been cheaper. I guess. That's yeah. the only way. Yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't have done like little shark ear, uh, ear plugs or <laughs> nose plugs. Hey guys, I got an idea for the swim program. A sticker. sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Be on the bottom of someone's foot before you hit the car. Uh, just clogging up the filter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to empty the pool out. Oh, another kid yeah. pee. Now <laughs> 16 stickers in the filter. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. 10 days. There has not been a lot of chatter. I'll speak only for myself. The Winter Olympics, I seem to enjoy... Those a little bit more, which is, n- please, no shade to summer athletes. Oh, absolutely not. And it's more so because I think I can play a few more of winter-type sports than I can. I could not row or call. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I, I, could, yep. I wouldn't be able to get into the boat. Mm-hmm. 91 yep. nations, 2,828 athletes. Beautiful number. Out of that, 211 Canadian athletes. No, it's amazing. Almost a a complete split down the middle. Now, again, they just deal with uh, two genders with men and women. But 14 sports. Going to see Haiti, Saudi Arabia scheduled to make their Winter Olympic debuts. We've got a a bunch of new sports they've added in. This will be interesting. The women's monobob. 
So it's, that's bobsleigh, but they basically have to use the exact same sled. So it removes the technology and improves basically, it's based on driver skill, that push off the line. Yeah. If you get a good start with some great grip, that can shave a half second, a quarter second, which is a difference maker, especially when it comes oh, to the Olympics. It sure is. You've got uh, mixed teams, aerial. You've got men's big air and freestyle skiing. So there's a lot of cool things, a lot of mixed team ski jumping. Those are always fun to watch. Yeah. Yep. I like that they've removed those barriers. So there's going to be a yeah. lot more things to watch. What I wanted to lean into a little bit was, um, well, we've got the biggest team ever on the ski side, 24 athletes competing in four different disciplines in skiing. It's the biggest we've had ever. Love it. And they're all rocking Lululemon stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, no slight to the bay, but it's not the sexiest of brands. Because <laughs> <laughs> the U.S., they always, it's like they've had Ralph Lauren. They had polo for many they have years. skims now, don't they? Is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're wearing Kim Kardashian's yeah. clothes. Yeah. But I think Olympic hey, is pretty good for Canada, though. I got to oh, say. That's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the gear is interesting in its look. It's like, I would not pay $700 for that puffer coat that goes to my ankles. No. <laughs> but if I'm no. an athlete, I'm going to wear that free coat to Absolutely. the Olympics. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> but it gets us in that the vibe, uh, becoming so patriotic. There's been so much division for the last couple of years. This is a chance for all of us, regardless of pit- uh, political views and opinions. We just want the country to do well in an international stage. I'm excited. Kids and I are watching. We're kind of looking through the schedule of what sports we're going to watch. What do we have to PBR just based on the uh, time difference? It was trying to 12 or 13 hours, I think, in, in, in difference to us. Yep, yep. So you've got that little bit of a hurdle, but really excited what's forthcoming. And a, and a whack load of local athletes off, too. So fun. Yeah, you, you love that. Now, not to brag, as, as Backstage Ben and I aren't Olympic athletes, but is there something that stood out for you and your youth Celebrated with a medal of some sort, even a trophy. I've started a little list. I'm excited. You have to a share. list. I've got wow. a list. I'm struggling. <laughs> Pre-radio, Benny. I was. Uh, I was. Uh, I was. I was quite the. Uh, was quite the child athlete. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard stories. I mean, <laughs> and not just from you. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I didn't say successful athlete. <laughs> if participation ribbons were a thing in the nineties, oh, man. Boy. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I would have been the Michael Phelps of ribbons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's a 10 day count until the 2022 Beijing Olympic Olympic Games are underway. 211 Canadian athletes, the very best in their sports. I, I've i run into a Canadian Olympic athlete at, at a bar in the summer. I'll leave his, a name yeah. out of it. Just in, But even, quote, in the offseason, the legs, not human-like. Oh. The, the, uh, yeah. Like the physical strength, just not a thing. And these aren't bodybuilder strength, but just power. Per, per sport athlete, yes. And, and just power. Yeah. It has to. It's the combination of everything. If you're an Olympic athlete, it's the mindset, it's the body, it's the dedication. Things that we all don't have. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless we've got an Olympic athlete listening right now, which hats off to you. Yeah. It's nice that that 211 is pretty close spread between men and women. We've got uh, 107 men, 104 women in the very best of the 14 sports uh, for the 2022 games. We said, okay, fine. We know what they're good at, and we're, we're excited, and we can't wait to cheer them on and support them. But what about your past sports successes? Minor league sports when you were a kid. 
I don't know what your resume looks like, but mine reads as follows. <laughs> Terra Tornadoes, Wyrton Pee Wee Tournament. That was the select tournament, 1992. We won that sucker. Hey, boy. Still hangs in the Terra Arena. The Chesley District High School hockey team. We made a trip to Montreal. We were participants in that. <laughs> 1998. Ah, yes. <laughs> we were all 18. We're like, why do we have 11 dad chaperoning? <laughs> in Montreal? Huh. Oh, <laughs> connected the dots. And there it is. And lastly, this goes back to some early years. Cub car, champion driver, Cubs of Canada. My man. 1989. My man. Proud of you. Proud of you. Really worked on the bearings and those wheels, man. Brilliant. Yep. I that's just good. Zip down that wooden rail in that's the uh, school gym. <laughs> that's all I have for accomplishments in sport. My accomplishments uh, include enthusiast. <laughs> 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 I uh, I I spent most of my time in high school. I was on the football team. The CCI Cougars. <laughs> oh, good. You were a Cougar, too? I was a I Cougar. I was a Chesley Cougar. Yep. Yeah, it was CCI Cougars 2001 and two, And then a skateboarding injury uh, set me off track for my, the rest of my football career. Happens. I did try to do more skateboarding, but... Tried. So Bucky Lasek was a, was a big skateboarder at the time. He was in all the Tony Hawk games and that yeah. sort of thing. He was known for wearing a really heavy backpack when he would skate, which is nuts. So I tried that, and that's what ended up injuring me so bad. Really threw off your equilibrium, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, look at this. So we've got a list of accomplished athletes listening right now. Yeah. Uh, Laura Rumpf out of uh, Waterloo Region. Broomball Elite Nationals. Broomball. I love Broomball. You, you're fun. running on the ice. Yeah. Grippies or not, that's insane. Uh, most valuable bowler when I was 11. I peaked at 11, so after that, I won the most sportsmanlike every year. <laughs> hey, that's what matters. If you, if you can't win at all, then you might as well be a good competitor. Oof. Uh, won third place uh, at Swasa, so Southwestern Ontario Secondary School yep. Association. 1,500 meter. Collapse at the end. Jello legs after a oh, great 100 yeah. meter with the other runners. I went down on the JP2 track. 100 <laughs> meters. Wow. Uh, how about this? Someone, uh, it's like the old college. Uh, it was a quarterback. Someone who uh, they were phenomenal at pitching and softball. Still talked about how back in the day, Ooh. their arm. Uh, what uh, you were called, the Flash. Oh, that's a good one. Softball's challenging, man. That big windmill pitch. Oh yeah, for you sure. Can't gauge that. Mm-hmm. I was a catcher. The amount of. Oh, sorry. I was corrected. I was also a. Um, BSHL Men's Hockey League Champion. What does that go back to 2006? Hey! <laughs> I think that's my buddy Steve. Yeah. I Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's Virgin Radio. Jeff, Laura, Backstage Ben in celebration of the Olympics in just over a week. Ten days until 200 Canadian athletes. They, they get on the various surfaces to perform their sports. A bunch of new ones, which is awesome. Women's monobob, mixed team aerials. Uh, ski jumping, also a mixed team event. 24 athletes alone just uh, across the four different disciplines in uh, the Olympic freestyle ski team. It's the largest they've ever had. So we're, we're super excited. And okay, well, well, we're not Olympians. It's always nice to have a conversation to about your, oh, yeah. your, old, your past successes. Validates, yeah. Got an interesting, li- and I, I, I'm I'm shocked and surprised, and it, 
it's phenomenal to see the amount of athletes or former athletes yeah. listening. Uh, got a bronze medal and triple jump. <laughs> I mean, only three competitors, but still unsure how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did fairly well in the long jump. Yeah. Because I... I've always had a huge gait, yeah. <laughs> so it, it has worked out in my favor. You just get that momentum, you run down that line, and fall forward. That's yeah. all you got to do. <laughs> Throw yourself forward. into that sand pit. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that's where the feral cats go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> if someone wasn't out there early raking, you, you, it was a oh, bit of yeah. a gamble. Yeah. Wow, a gold medal at the Canadian Winter uh, Games back in '99 playing ringette. Congratulations. Amazing. Oh, and then another one uh, actually a year prior. Wowzers. Wow. Like uh, somebody out of Nova Scotia. Played minor hockey for 10 years in Nova Scotia, including a season playing against uh, somebody by the name of Sidney Crosby, beating him out for a provincial gold. Heard of him. Multiple first to third place medals for skills comps. Eight years of a goalie. Congratulations. I mean, all pretty good, but I think he's got you. Like, well, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm how not people... sure he's talking about those yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> it's that whole peak thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Taylor Swift bringing people back to Twitter because they want to see all the tea that's going down on there. She has... Followed up with a bit of a beef that Gorillaz and Blur lead singer Damon Albarn has uh, started in an interview he did with the Los Angeles Times. Basically, Damon Albarn saying that uh, Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs. He's corrected, saying she does. At the very least, she co-writes all of them. Damon Albarn said, well, that doesn't count. (laughs) Co-writing doesn't count. It's if it's a team effort. It's not your own material, that sort of thing. But what if it's your idea, your thoughts, but you bring someone in to um, make the words pop a little bit more or Absolutely. change an arrangement? How does that lessen your involvement in the song? It, it, it doesn't. He even kind of qualifies it, says it doesn't mean the outcome can't be really great. Some of the greatest singers, Ella Fitzgerald, she never wrote a song in her life. She's a singer. She And that's a good point. Oy. But he's still trying to discredit Taylor Swift either way. So she went to Twitter saying, I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this. I write all of my own songs. Your hot take is completely false and so damaging. You don't have to like my songs, but it's really effed up to try and discredit my writing. Wow. Uh, it took about an hour, not very long, before uh, Damon replied saying, I totally agree with you. I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize unreservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. Now, while that is actually, he acknowledges it, he's also twisting it a little bit saying it's just been reduced to clickbait. The full, or what we imagine is the full non-clickbaity part of the interview he actually mentions how uh, he, Taylor Swift is brought up to him, and he replies, well, she doesn't write her own songs. And that's where it's like, well, yes, she does. Well, but that doesn't count, the co-writing thing. So he he does step in a little bit there when he's talking. He wiped it off one shoe to only take a step back and step in it Pretty again. Much, yeah, I think so. So he's, uh, yeah, I, I'd say he's on the wrong side of this, uh, this story, but I'm sure it's not over yet. I don't know that there's a lot of crossover between Swifties and Blurries. I can't, I, I, I can't say there's much, and I would imagine this is going to be a, a vote on popular opinion. Yeah. Well, or just popularity in general, and she's going to win. Judging by the likes of the tweets, I think she's got over half a million. He's around 20,000, something like that. So I mean, not, there even, is a, not even there. There's a bit of a difference in popularity between the two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we've got the Super Bowl halftime show. Everybody's super excited for this. Obviously, we've named it Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige are all part of the halftime. 
There's a bit of controversy now as they are uh, putting out a post for 75 volunteer dancers to come out on the field and dance during the halftime show. Keyword there, volunteer. However, now, so people are mad about that, which I totally understand. However, they are hiring 115 paid dancers. That would be on stage or stage adjacent. And as they've done in many shows past, people then rush out and they're dancing and they're waving and they're all that sort of thing. So that seems to be what they're looking for. Is vol- However, they're saying 72 hours ahead of time, 72 hours of practice, choreography, all that sort of thing is involved for this volunteer position. Is it one of those, oh, it'll help with your resume? Yeah, I can't say exposure is going to help when you're in a crowd of 200 people. <laughs> Nobody's going to be like, in that fr- one right there. <laughs> in a stadium of 60,000 yeah, people. Exactly, in exactly. In front of an audience of almost a billion people. Yeah, so the halftime choreographer, she has choreographed shows for for Backstreet Boys, Michael Jackson, Aaliyah. She's doing the choreography. She reached out. She did. She was quoted saying, happy to be hiring 115 paid dancers. She reached out to an additional 75 to get some volunteers. And that's where some texts got leaked saying, frankly, I'm insulted that you're asking me to volunteer. I'm a 10-year dancer. You know, I've yeah. been dancing for this. This is People are saying this is about $3,000 worth of work Come on, per that's dancer. A, that's a dirtbag move. There's so much money. It's the Super Bowl. They Thank got you. money. <laughs> There is no budget. You like no, they, yeah. So uh, a quick example is that team. One of the teams in the Super Bowl is going to spend a hundred grand a year just on tape for players' ankles. Yeah, yeah. There really? You go. Yeah. You can't find a little bit of Three money. Grand. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So there's uh, that will be an ongoing story. I'm sure. Maybe the field will be slightly more empty than it was supposed <laughs> to be. I yeah. don't really know. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Pamela joins us on the line. Pamela, welcome. Thank you. You don't have the distraction of being uh, in a vehicle at the moment and, and moving in any way, shape, or form. I mean, unless you're pacing right now in the house. That's that's totally a you thing. No, that's up to you. Um, three rando trivia questions. One sort of touches on some conversation we had today, but nothing out of that conversation relates to the question. So Backstage Ben will not have an advantage over you if you just started listening six minutes ago. Okay. Ju- I just want to be clear on that, all right? So... Benny is going to disconnect. Pamela's going to get all locked in, and uh, let's see how she fares. Now, for the record, 267 wins, 32 losses, 93 ties for backstage Ben. Okay. So He's pretty good. We have, uh, we have some athletics in here. We have uh, TV and movies. So there's a little bit of a blend on this. Are, are you ready to try and beat backstage Ben? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. In the 90s, Pretty Woman, movie starring Julia Roberts. She's paid to stay how long with Richard Gere's character? A week. There it is. Good start. Like that? Whether guess or not, it sounded convincing. Okay. Question number two. This country pays the most for Olympic medals. So meaning the athletes get a check when they get home if they win a gold, bronze, or silver. Of all the countries on planet Earth, who do you think pays the most? The U.S. Incorrect. Now, if you wanted to do the combo of money from their governing body and endorsements, then likely, yes, America would pay close to the top if not. The correct answer, though, is Singapore. 
So in America, the last couple of years, you've seen just shy of $100,000 for a gold medal win. In Singapore, it's incredible. If you win a gold medal, $746,000. Even a bronze gets you $286,000. Interesting. Crazy cash. Okay, we're going to switch back to entertainment once again, and only because it's timely. What year did the TV series Ozark debut on Netflix? Multiple choice. 2017, 2018, or 2016? 2017. Hey, there it is. Are you a fan? Have you watched it? Yeah, I have watched it. And I remember my daughter was born and then... And Ozark popped off. Oh, fourth and final season. I've yet to start it. I know it just gave the update and it's back. I'm so excited. If you've yet to watch a show, people, Ozark starring Jason Bateman, it's unreal. How about Ruth? Ruth Langmore, what a character. Okay, sorry, sorry. Let's focus on trivia. My bad. Okay, Pamela, two for three. That's a good one. Let's see what happens. Benny! He's going to make his way back in. I'm going to untangle my headphones. I almost choked myself in that last buzzer. Uh. Okay. He is making his way back into the room. So backstage, Ben. Pamela scored a very impressive two out of a possible three points today. All right. And All right. Like I said earlier, we have some, some movie, TV, and like Olympic sports Ooh, included. Okay. All right. In, in, in the 90s, pretty woman, Julia Roberts. Yes. She is paid to stay how long with Richard Gere's character? Ooh, I think it's a week. If it's a guess, that again, it was like an educated guess. Yeah, I would say yeah. it's been a while, but that sounds about right. We we've talked all things Olympics today, as you know, you were here, but we did not get into this. Which country pays the most to winners of Olympic medals? It's not Russia. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, it's... Is it Thailand? It is not. The look on your face had me. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to throw Benny off with my look. I want to give him nothing. The correct answer is actually Singapore. Singapore. A bronze gets you $286,000. A silver, three hundred and seventy. dollars If you come home with a gold, $746,000. Wow. Now, Pamela, she said uh, the U.S., which you could argue, based on their governing body and, and then the yeah, endorsements, yeah, yeah, would endorsements, probably put yeah. you close to that number, if not over. Like Michael, Fel- Michael Phelps is a multimillionaire many times over. That's because true. Of his yeah. Success. yeah, that's true. Third and final question. We switch gears once again. Okay. What year... And this is multiple choice to the TV series Ozark debut on Netflix. 2017, 2018, or 2016? 2017. Ah. It's a tie. A lot of ties lately. A lot of ties. Yeah. But Pamela, that's got to feel good. He didn't beat you. He did not live up to the title of the game. No, it's true. He tied backstage, Ben. Love it. Pamela, she had a baby at the time, so she's like, oh, the recall. Boom, 2017. She's is, just yeah. as excited about the new season. And final season. Oh, yeah. Part one, don't worry. There's more to come. <laughs> finished it. There's still more. Oh, yeah. There's that split. Well, there it is. Uh, so you go in the record books as a tie, Pamela. Well done. Great effort. We would love you to come on back and see if you can um, break that tie with a big w- uh, win down the road. 
Yeah. Sound like a plan? Okay. There it is. We'll give you a chance, just like Pamela, tomorrow at around 8.35-ish to try your luck to see if you, too, can beat Backstage Ben. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Iconic Canadian brand, Canadian Tire, 100th birthday. Big one. You beat Betty White. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Oh. Oh, that hurts. Smells equal memory recall. That's just science. So with this, Canadian Tire, they've captured the iconic smell of the store, and they're releasing a limited number of scented candles to celebrate the birthday. There, It's a really neat, so it's like a black tin store logo. It's soy wax, so it, it burns nice, not a lot of harsh, crazy chemicals. The only catch, though, is they're not for sale. You have to go online through their socials to enter uh, you win it. Okay. But uh, close to soon. Six days. Wraps up. Here's the thing. If Southwestern Ontario had a candle, what would our smell be? So this is a large swath. Yeah, that's true. So from, for those that can hear us west of Strathroy, and I mean some in bit pieces all the way through to Sarnia, let's go east to Guelph-ish, even Milton, and all parts in between that can hear us on Virgin Radio. Is it... Uh, campfire wood smell because a, a lot of people still have a wood stove a lot of people love a backyard fire or a burn pile farm fertilizer is a big smell sure is of all sorts of animal fertilizer yeah what is southwestern ontario's candle smell i know that my well my hometown of chatham kent it was ethanol <laughs> it was that Musty corn sort of smell. Corn juice. Corn juice. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty Ugh. much what it was. Um, around here, I know that the dump has a very significant smell on the 401. <laughs> <laughs> Depend, depending on the, the day the wind blows, I blame oh, all that uh, that old Toronto garbage. Is there? Got to be. Uh, I'm. At, I'm. At, I was at a loss. I was like, what? What is our? Our smell, our southwestern Ontario. I love this part of the province. I've lived in yeah, other provinces. I agree. I, I agree. Have, I've come back multiple times. I love all things about all uh, southwestern Ontario. The diversity, the food, the people. And that's just it. It's that diversity where you can't narrow it down. You have to have a smaller sample, I think. All of southwestern Ontario has so many smells. <laughs> trees. Someone says our smell. We do have a lot of trees. It's a very green place. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But Benny may have... Caught us up on the whole diversity thing. I don't. I, okay, if it's not one, it could be a series. A series, yeah. I, I would say that uh, marijuana would have a pretty uh, significant <laughs> smell in, in most of the communities that yeah. I've attended. <laughs> we'll make that April. That'll be April. That'll yeah. be April. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> release yeah. around the twentieth. You know, really hit that marketing uh, <laughs> springboard. That's right. <laughs> uh, Waterloo Region says Weston's yeasty bread smell. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, a lot of manure texts. Really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and around St. Thomas, there's a methane smell? Um, not where I live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we need some time, but I think yeah. just based on, I, I like the, the springboard to, to Backstage Ben is take the diversity and do a, a 12, a series of a 12, series one a month. Like yeah. Because we'll go west to east. Maybe let, we could do all the way from Windsor to... Yeah, let's let, let's cut it off just before the GTA. Like you get past yeah. uh, Milton, maybe. Yeah, Milton. yeah, Mil- Milton, just near the uh, that yeah. outlet mall. Yeah, there we, we go. Yeah, we want to be included there. Yeah, so that'll definitely. be a smell of plastic bags and new shoes. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's December. <laughs> All right. 
Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio.